Support for this program is provided by Chevron. This is Politico Energy. I'm Kelsey Tamburino. When you hear about people buying cryptocurrency, most people think of it as a digital or a virtual transaction. But for some of those currencies, it's also a major energy-intensive process, which has concerned environmentalists and key state lawmakers in New York. So much so that they are pushing to enact a three-year moratorium on permits for power plants that burn fossil fuels to mine Bitcoin. That moratorium would be the first of its kind in the nation. But cryptocurrency advocates say that it would lock the state out of the benefits of an innovative technology. Today, Politico's Marie French on the energy fight over cryptocurrency in New York. It's Monday, January 31st. Marie, can you break down briefly why mining Bitcoin is such an energy-intensive process? Yeah, the process of cryptocurrency mining is also the process of validating transactions that take place between owners of Bitcoin. So whenever a new transaction is added to what's called the blockchain, there's a need for all of these different nodes of computers to try to verify that that transaction is legit and to add it to sort of the open ledger that exists to track transactions for Bitcoin and other blockchain currencies. So the reason it's so energy intensive for Bitcoin in particular is that they work on a proof of work model, which basically means all of these different computers and they can be distributed across the country or they can be you know, located in one specific place are competing to solve what amounts to like a math problem to be the ones that win the validation of this transaction, add it to the blockchain, and then earn a a fee that's paid out in Bitcoin. So it's a way to like maintain the ledger of, of transactions, and it's also a way to earn revenue for the people who participate in it. Why is upstate New York specifically such an attractive location for this? Well, the thing with this cryptocurrency mining is that because it's so energy intensive, one of the biggest cost inputs is electricity prices. So you're seeing it pop up in places that have low electricity prices and oftentimes unused infrastructure. So upstate New York has historically had a lot of manufacturing that's basically vanished, but we still have a lot of electrical infrastructure built up that has the ability to basically put up these computers and do Bitcoin mining, and you don't have to do much to upgrade the transmission lines or the transformers, and you can pull off relatively cheap electricity because we have so much hydropower and some upstate nuclear plants. Given all that, what are environmental advocates and lawmakers pushing for in New York, and why are they so concerned about Bitcoin mining? This is a big concern to environmentalists because there's still regulation from the Department of Environmental Conservation on the air permit side But there's limited authority from the Public Service Commission, which is tasked with meeting the state's goals of 100% emissions-free electricity by 2040. Basically, advocates are seeing that these plants are burning more fossil fuels to power Bitcoin mining and aren't going to necessarily fall under that regulatory scheme. Yeah, so what's their solution? They're proposing a moratorium, correct? Yeah, so a lot of environmental advocates are pushing very hard for a three-year moratorium on new or renewed air permits for these types of fossil fuel plants providing electricity to Bitcoin mining. 
And it's specific to the proof of work model for cryptocurrency, and it's specific to behind the meter electricity. So it is not intended to capture distributed Bitcoin mining if you're just pulling electricity from the grid. What about the flip side of this? What sort of benefits do cryptocurrency advocates say the state would miss out on if this moratorium is made law? They really have made the case that New York would be missing out on a really innovative industry. There are actually a few companies based in Rochester and Buffalo that are focused, you know, not only on cryptocurrency mining, but also sort of just the broader blockchain ecosystem and different applications for that in everything from energy to healthcare. So they're arguing that by putting this moratorium in place, even though it is narrowly tailored to large fossil fuel driven mining operations, New York could be missing out on this new industry that some people would see like, oh, it can be the next Silicon Valley. And how likely is a passage of this moratorium? Have we heard from the governor or New York City Mayor Eric Adams on this? Governor Hochul's office has said she's looking at the legislation. They do have a few pending permit decisions that could give us, you know, more of an idea about how they feel about this industry generally. Eric Adams has been sort of a proponent of cryptocurrency. He's taken his first paycheck and converted it into two different cryptos. But he won't have much of a role in the state legislature in terms of passing it. It's really more in the hands of the assembly, which did not pass it last year amid some opposition from labor groups. Also, the Energy Department is revamping an advisory committee on coal after the charter for the former National Coal Council lapsed last year. The council has long faced criticism for pushing industry priorities, but DOE's Office of Fossil Energy said the new committee will focus on coal workers and communities. That aligns with the president's own goals to create jobs as part of the clean energy transition. DOE published a notice that it is re-establishing the former Coal Council as the National Advisory Committee on Coal for a two-year period, and said it will be modernized to focus on matters that affect the coal industry and its workers and communities. The department said it plans to name committee members from all parts of the country and from different segments of the coal industry, as well as represent diverse interests, including environmental remediation and regional development. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Kelsey Tamburino, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron's El Segundo refinery is looking to turn plant-based oil into renewable gasoline, jet, and diesel fuels, because it's only human to want to power a better future. Learn more at chevron.com slash lower carbon.